Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first official episode of the High Impact Health Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Dimer Jones, physical therapist and fitness coach. And today I have one of my best friends, the baddest woman on the planet, in my opinion. And she's uh, just a happen to do this thing called CrossFit, this thing called nutrition and all this other kind of stuff. So that's why I brought her on. We have no other than Dr. Brianne Showman Brown. Thank you for coming on. You are quite welcome, and I kind of love that intro right there. <laughs> yeah, I got some some practice in. I I, uh, I definitely did, and uh, I appreciate uh, again for you coming on and being my first guest. Uh, it is an honor to to have uh, to have you on and to partner with you in quite a few different ways. So uh, I thank you for that. You are quite welcome. I'm happy to be here and sh- share everything I know with your peeps. Yeah, for sure. So again, this is the first episode. So obviously, if you're listening to this, you know, a year or two down the line, you're like, wow, you know, I really, really want to, you know, find out where this journey goes. Don't worry, she'll definitely be on uh, quite a few different episodes. So if you're catching this, uh, you know, rather it's early on or later down the line, you probably heard her voice quite a few times by now. So anyways, let's just jump right into this. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and give the audience a little background story on you uh, really, really quick, because don't worry, they probably already know who you are, and then we'll, we'll just jump right into questions. Okay, awesome. So the quick bio of me. I've been a therapist for 12 years already, and spent a lot of that time just in the general outpatient world. Uh, about four years ago, started my transition into the CrossFit realm as far as treatment goes. I've been CrossFitting myself for about six years, and as I started integrating myself in that environment, I fell in love with it, and I have fully transitioned now to the CrossFit world and the runners for who I uh, treat as a physical therapist, and then through the development of my programs, I've added nutrition coaching onto that because it's such a benefit for Injury rehab for improving performance, uh, you know, in all aspects. So it's something that has become a true passion of mine in order to help people essentially improve their performance and get them back to competitions, hitting PRs, you know, whatever their goals may be. Yeah, and and absolutely. And And I really do feel as, you know, this being the first episode, it was important to bring you on not only as a physical therapist within my same realm, but someone who's uh, is like the leading face right now, in my opinion, as combining, you know, not only the injury prevention side, but also health, nutrition, all that under one roof. And it's just awesome to see that blossom. So let's just jump right into to the questions. And uh, really, you tell me why as a fitness athlete, as a coach, as a healthcare professional, I should care about nutrition. For num- uh, well, there's essentially two reasons. Um, just from an athlete side in general, there's so many things that can cause inflammation in our bodies and contribute to injuries. And then on that same side, there's so many things that can we can take in naturally to help decrease these inflammation processes that happen to decrease our risk of injury. So just from that injury standpoint, it's a huge area that is under-addressed in athletes that are getting injured, especially chronically injured. Right, 
Okay, so whenever whenever you talk about uh, inflammation, uh, kind of just describe what you know different foods or what kind of things that that like an athlete would eat that would increase uh, inflammation. Yeah. So, as a general, for almost everybody, if not everybody, anything that's essentially processed with added chemicals, added sugars, uh, as those build up in our system, it can definitely contribute to inflammation. Along with that, a lot of people don't actually process dairy very well. Um, our bodies don't really know how to process whey, and so that can cause some natural inflammation processes in a lot of people. And um, other things such as uh, gluten, a lot of people have issues with beans, um, and they're things that you don't realize you have an issue with because digestion-wise, they aren't going to cause a problem. But if you eliminate them from your system, a lot of times people start noticing that they just feel a lot better. Yeah, no, I can contest to the dairy for sure. Um, I was just like, gosh, I've I drank milk my entire life. I ate it with all my cereal. But in the last six months or so, every time I eat dairy, it does not end well for me at all. And I can kind of feel my performance being affected and just my overall way that I feel that day. So I can contest to that. So. You know, I did like a test retest type situation where I took it out for a while, kind of see how I felt, felt awesome, put it back in. I didn't, uh, yep, definitely got to get away from the dairy for a while. So uh, it's kind of cool to see that. So just to switch uh, tracks away from the, the, the inflammation side, and let's talk about just the sports performance side and actually what eating quote unquote healthy does for the athlete as far as when it comes to sports performance. Um, to that you say, yeah, it's a huge impact for sports performance. You know, we put in so many hours training in the gym to or on training runs or whatever sport you're in in order to, you know, make ourselves better, stronger, faster, jump higher. And then we hit this plateau point of we're still putting in these hours, but we're not getting any better. And that's when we have to start looking at where is the nutrition at because what we put in our body essentially is what our body's going to become. And so if we're just putting a bunch of stuff in our system that our body doesn't know what to do with or doesn't know how to process right, then our performance is going to suffer. If we're giving it these nutrients and vitamins, minerals, things that we actually that actually help our bodies, then we definitely start noticing an improvement in our performance. Yeah, oh, for sure. And uh, I can tell you <laughs> right now, the, the way that uh, I eat is, is not the, I guess, the cleanest or the, the most quote unquote healthiest. But I can tell you, like, whenever I actually do start swaying more towards the right side of it, my numbers go up. I can kind of see what's going on in a tangible aspect. And then when I go down the opposite way, when I'm not so due diligent and going on vacation mode, more or less in my head, uh, than actually going on vacation. Uh, I see those numbers tend to drop or I'm not feeling as well after a workout or it takes me longer to kind of get started. So I can definitely tell you, um, contest to that. Yeah, cool, cool, cool. What are some things that, uh, that, uh, that, uh, you eat on the regular basis? Um, and it doesn't have to be a particular product or anything like that. Just, you know, things that you eat, like is it nuts, veggies, so on and so forth. So what are, so what are some things that you like, if this is in my diet, I feel the right way, or if it's not, then I feel like I'm missing something, whether it comes to electrolytes, so on and so forth. So overall, I just have a very, what I call clean um, eating pattern as far as 
I get my, you know, my meats for my proteins. I get uh, my veggies and my fruits for my carbs. I use coconut oil, avocado, nuts and seeds for my healthy fats. And I really just, as much as I can, I avoid those processed foods just because I know they don't do good things for my body. Um, along with that, there are certain things that I found that my body just doesn't do very well with. And it's, um, like it's things that most people do fine with. So things like chicken, my body just doesn't process real well. So I know when I eat it, I'm not going to feel good. And so there's certain things that I just kind of eliminate from my diet as well because of that. But as a general, it's just, I eat just normal, actual foods that you go to the store and buy the fruits, veggies, proteins, healthy fats. Yeah. First, that was awesome. Secondly, let's take a step back to things you said. You said, first of all, chicken doesn't process well. I eat chicken like every single day, partly because it's super cheap to buy at the store and transitioning from like a student to a, a early clinician. Uh, I'm still not as rich as I thought I was going to be. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> that's one. So, I mean, I eat chicken all the time. So, uh, that's, you know, that's one thing. And for some people, I feel like that's their primary source of, I guess, meat. So we, so we can dive into that a little bit about some options that you have as far when it comes to, uh, you know, meats and stuff like that. Cause you like chicken, beef, or pork. And it's like, no, you have a huge variety of options. So I definitely want to get your take on that. But some, some, something else you said, uh, that is more important and it's kind of, something that I've been preaching for years and people just don't hear me. You get a large majority of your protein, carbs, and fats from actual food, stuff that you digest and put into your body. Go, uh, go into that a little bit. And um, I want you to, to, to go in it in a way where, you know, uh, you mentioned way a little bit earlier, which is like every bodybuilder's like, uh, like second name. His name is just like Bob Way, uh, Jim Way, right? They all, that's all they drink. But, you know, talk about it in the terms of like supplements or protein drinks and so on and so, uh, so, on and so forth when it comes to uh, that aspect of, you know, are they important? Are they not important? Are they somewhat important? Or if you can just eliminate them uh, all in all, save yourself some money. Yeah. You know, I don't think, I don't think the sub, like protein supplements are a bad thing necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um it's just a matter of it doesn't want to be, you don't want it to be your primary source by any means. Um, me personally, I will, um, use a protein supplement after I work out. Right. That's mainly because after you work out, you want to get protein in you pretty quick for me. I'm like, I just don't want to eat right away. I'm super thirsty. (laughs) I would just rather have something liquid. And so for me, I just take that with me to the gym and I can down that pretty quick. Get some more fluids in me. Um, but overall, you really want to be getting most of your, your calories and your, um, you know, all your different macros and your nutrients from actual food sources. Yeah. Uh, I, tease, um, I teased you about way a little bit earlier, but I have seen uh, some people and talk about some experts and uh, you, you, you correct me if I'm wrong. And this kind of the aspect that I see and uh, I take as well is that if I do consume whey, for one, it's not that much. And uh, more importantly, it's right after a workout. So that you really say, is that a good thing, bad thing, or indifferent? Or is there a, some type of other protein, such as it be like plant-based protein, you know, vega protein, whatever they say, that's better for me. But some, you know, a lot of people say, take it after your workout as in drinking all that. Yeah, as far as the way goes, a lot of people 
just don't digest whey very well. Our bodies really aren't meant to digest whey. And so without even like people don't realize it, but they may get some bloating from it. Um, mm -hmm. A lot of times if people aren't, um, if they're you know, in a part, in a period that they should actually be losing weight because we're in a um, deficit and they're just holding weight. Sometimes that can be because of this bloating that the whey is causing and just this weight that you're holding. Mm -hmm. um, for like what I suggest typically with people is, well, there's a lot of different options. Mm -hmm. um, there, like you can go plant-based. There's a lot of different plant-based ones out there. Uh, you can find beef isolates. You can find like egg white protein powders. Um, what am I thinking? You can find like a, there's a really good one. That's actually a chicken bone broth um, base for their protein. So there's a lot of nat of more like food based ones out there that your body processes a lot better than the way. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm throwing away my way right now. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I that. But then no, I, um, I just wanted to ask you about that. Cause that's something I have heard and read and, and, and kind of been doing for a while, but um, why not ask a question since I got you on? So uh, let's make this, the transition away from sports performance. Let's just talk about just, um, just kind of dieting or just lifestyle more or less when it comes to why nutrition is so important. Rather, this person is in the gym, you know, like kind of like what you are six to seven days a week, or if they just want to say, um, I, uh, I'm listening to his podcast because I just want to get started. I just want to get started with with eating the right things, you know, um, talking to the right people, reading the right kind of content. What are some things that you would give for the person that's just starting their fitness journey um, and not necessarily eating for sport performance yet, but want to start eating the right kind of things? You know, I think the simplest thing is, and the way I start with a lot of my clients is just transitioning them to that clean eating of eating just those foods that you go buy and have to prepare a meal in order to make, you know, avoiding the added sugars, the added salts, all the added chemicals that are in a lot of different foods, uh, just because those can cause, they aren't, I mean, your body just doesn't know what to do with them for the most part. And so it's just as much as we can eliminate those out of our system, you know, that just the overall healthier we are and the better we feel. Yeah, uh, yeah, absolutely. And um, I can tell you when I first started my fitness journey like three years ago when I really started getting seriously uh, again post high school it was you know one of the simplest things that I've heard was just eat you know anything that was alive at one point so we could talk about pork we could talk about you know um, beef chicken which I don't have a problem eating with by the way uh, you know so on and so, on and so forth um, you know that uh, that was a turkey um, that were, um, but that was alive at one point and then like anything that was picked from a, a tree vine or bush, you know, greens, veggies, uh, you know, uh, fruits, uh, some grains, uh, which we can talk, we can go into that if you want to. Uh, but it was, it was so simple to me. And that's something I just stuck by the, the, uh, this entire time. And I was like, wow, like it's simple. So even at my, like my vacation mindset i was like nope i gotta get my veggies in there i gotta get my my tree stuff in there i get my meats in there and that kind of helped me stay true to to what i am rather than me researching a bunch of stuff so i guess the, the thing that i would say is just try to keep it as simple as possible too um not you know don't, don't, don't overload and then once you start training for sports performance uh you really can dive into the weeds because you're like no you know 
I just started thinking, I'm like, no gluten, no dairy, no nothing. It's like, <laughs> and then all of a sudden they realized that's 70% of their diet. It's like, oh man, <laughs> oh no. So uh, yeah, I, uh, I think trying to keep it as simple as possible is uh, just pretty cool. So we talked about some, uh, some, uh, some, some other options that people have. Um, and I just want to dive into that as we begin to uh, wrap up here in the next 10 minutes or so. Uh, what are some other options that people have um, outside of just a normal, um, uh, I guess, like, you know, uh, pork, beef, or chicken? What are some, some things that you see that are high in lean uh, meats, um, don't have a lot of fat, and there's just helpful uh, fill you up? Yeah. You know, it's people underutilize it unless it's Thanksgiving or Christmas for some reason, but I eat a lot of turkey. Yes. Um, it's, it's very lean, uh, still just as high as protein content as your chicken is. And there's really no reason that we avoid it most of the year other than most people just do. Um, <laughs> so turkey is a really good option as long as someone isn't allergic to shellfish or seafood. Um, you know, any of your fish self your fish or shellfish is going to be good um, because of the healthy fats in them staying more towards the fattier fishes is usually a little bit better uh, so like your salmon or your halibut that are a little bit fattier um, get get those omega-3 fatty acids in you a little bit better um, and then there's a lot of different uh, vegan sources as well for uh, for proteins Absolutely. with that said I highly advise staying away from soy, especially in high quantities. Uh, it can, both men and women, it can uh, mess with hormone levels and really change or mess, you know, affect those quite a bit. So as much as you can avoid soy when you are going, um, if you are vegan. Yeah. Uh, yeah, abs absolutely. Uh, thank you for that information because sometimes I get, caught up in my, in, in my normal three things I like to eat. And I was like, wait a minute, you know, like you mentioned, turkey is uh, wonderful. I have no idea why people only eat it two times a, uh, a year. I might eat it maybe two or three times a week. Right. Um, and it's just, as, it's just as affordable as, you know, normal chicken is, or even if you get like ground turkey, it's just as affordable as um, you know, ground beef. Uh, and like you mentioned, a lot leaner. Um, I like the fact that you gave some vegan options. Uh, I tried uh, going vegan for like two weeks, uh, partly because of a dare, and uh, it was it was definitely interesting. But it was um, I definitely felt pretty pretty good I, um, about that. I think again because I had to be more conscious of what I was eating and why I was eating it. So so cool. So uh, so now that we've you know we talked about the beginners, we talked about those that are um, obviously in this fitness realm. Um, Let's just, you know, maybe the last couple of minutes, talk about uh, those elite athletes, such as Matt Frazier, such as some of the, you know, LeBron James, who spends $1.5 million on his health a year. Let's talk about uh, what they do differently, if anything, when it comes to their diet, their health, their nutrition, that uh, us as a lay people just be like, you know what, if we could just tap into that, um, then we might be able to, to, to become one day a six foot eight, 265 pound guy who likes to dunk and has a whole bunch of money. So, what that would be one day. You know, well, first off, at those elite levels, uh, especially when you're talking NFL, NBA, you know, they have their dietitians on staff. So, they're definitely 
dialing in everything for them every single day, uh, depending on what cycle they're on, where they're at in their um, training. Uh, you know, if it's competition time, if it's just off season, that sort of thing. But with that said, as a general, their nutrition is very dialed in. Um, they have their macros, so their macronutrients, their carbs, proteins, and fats, and um, then overall total calorie content pretty dialed in or very dialed in, and um, most of them are pretty, you know, they're pretty on point with everything then in order to, you know, maintain their, the level that they're at because most of those athletes know if they go off of that, they are going to feel like crap and they aren't going to perform as well. And so at an elite level, you're really dialed in with your nutrition. You really know what you can eat, what you can't eat in order to uh, perform at your best. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Like um, I see all the time that they have a chef that travels with them. Yeah. Uh, they have dietitians, as you mentioned, that's just part of the team. They have their own dietitian. Um, we, we talk about LeBron James. You know, that one point five million dollars is not only going towards his what, like what like what he digests, but obviously what he drinks, his recovery, um, and that plays a huge part into obviously our sports performance. So I just wanted to talk about you know what makes them different. And, and, you know, not, you know, obviously the, the glaring things, height, weight, but also when it comes to their nutrition aspect. So thank you for that input. So as we begin to wrap up this episode, um, because we don't want these things to go too quick, just nice, quick, easy information. Um, let's go ahead and plug in some of your, your awesome, awesome stuff. Um, and also um, any pardoning words that, uh, that, uh, that uh, you have. Yes, yeah, certainly. As far as if you want to look into more of my content or contact me, uh, you can find me on Facebook. I'm at Get Your Fix Nutrition. Uh, social media or uh, on Instagram, I am at Get Your Fix Nutrition as well. Um, and then you can also get, uh, if you go to my website, getyourfixnutrition.com, there's some free resources there uh, for you that you can uh, look into. Just kind of your basic. I want to start eating cleaner. I want to get all these chemicals out of my system. There's some really good content, uh, some free content there as well for you. Yeah. Um, and then just kind of to, to close out, you know, if you're wanting to start improving your performance, you know, you're, you've been training, you want to get better with your performance or you just want to feel better. Like Daimir said earlier, just keep it simple. Get the stuff that used to be alive that's no longer alive and start eating that. Um, the, the, it really doesn't have to be difficult. It's just you're getting your fruits, veggies, proteins, healthy fats, and you're creating some, you know, meal with that. It's, it's, it really doesn't have to be rocket science. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, for sure. And uh, I think the, the, uh, the, the smaller we make the barrier of entry, the easier people will probably be able to enter it. Right. So, Cool. Yeah. Thank you, uh, Dr. Brianne, uh, again, for, for coming on to the episode. As she mentioned, uh, you know, check out her website at Get Your Fix Nutrition. Um, all the content she has there is awesome. I have her guide. I have everything she she, she has. Uh, anytime she puts out some, some good content or any of her videos on uh, her Facebook page, I definitely uh, save them and then go, uh, go watch them later on. So uh, I can contest to how awesome this content is. Uh, with this being the first episode that you all probably don't know yet, but I'll definitely put this all in the show notes so you can just click and like and just follow there. And as she said, you have free guys. And if you want to reach out to her, uh, please feel free to do that. Uh, thank you, Dr. Brianne, for coming on the episode and, and being my first guest. You're quite welcome. It was fun 
being on here. Oh yeah, for sure. So we'll definitely have more of these chats. She's she's not only know how to get you right when it comes to your nutrition, but she's a badass athlete as well. So we'll definitely bring her on to talk about uh, sports performance, wellness, and health as we like to push around here. Awesome. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, uh, so thank you, everybody. As always, keep up your sports performance. Stay as healthy as possible and always try to improve your overall wellness. Thank you.